0: Thank you to MB Designs Apparel for supporting this episode of Rogue and Reasoned. From corporate and team apparel to sorority and dog mom style, MB Designs Apparel has you covered. They offer the cutest and wittiest items from only the top quality brands, and shipping in the U.S. is always free. Head over to www.mbdesignsapparel.com to browse our current featured styles and use code ROGUE15 to snag 15% off your next order. Hey, hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. Today, I wanted to talk about marketing because that is probably the word that comes to mind when you think of growing your business. You need a marketing plan, a marketing budget, perhaps even a marketing team, right? Maybe. Marketing isn't all that it is cracked up to be, though. Actually, my biggest marketing mistake was kind of marketing itself. So what do you think of when picturing traditional marketing? Does it include flyers, magazine ads, sponsoring events, pop-by gifts, paid social media ads, branded giveaway items? What? There's probably a fair argument that some of those things I just mentioned have a time and a place, especially if you use them in a really innovative way. But for the most part, Most of them are a waste of time and money. See, nothing truly sells better than connection, demonstration, and referrals. And sure, you need a plan, some cash, and maybe a person to help you facilitate those at times also, but you don't need to blow your business budget and waste time trying every marketing tactic under the sun because I've done that for you. In today's episode of Rogan Reasoned, I'm sharing some of my biggest marketing mistakes, mishaps, and discoveries in the hopes to save you time and frustration. Hearing more about what I've learned and what I wish I would have done differently could literally spare you thousands of dollars and thousands of hours, and you might get a laugh or two at my expense. I wish I could get all those hours back, the ones spent leaning over my computer, designing, emailing, paying for shit, the hours spent assembling and cutting and sending and sponsoring. Seriously, I can think of much better things to do with those hours now. And I miss the money associated with all of that. Rest in peace. It obviously served some purpose because now I can help you all avoid the same mistakes. But I definitely feel younger and a little richer if I knew them what I know now. When I started my entrepreneurial journey, I didn't have any sort of mentor, guidebook, or readily available resources to rely on for marketing techniques, especially techniques that serve a new business. First thing to pay attention to. Marketing a new business in an existing or established business is completely different. Dude, it was frustrating. A lot of work, too much. And ultimately, most of it didn't pay off like at all. Crickets, nothing. And it wasn't for a lack of trying or laziness in finding educational resources. I signed up for every webinar I stumbled upon via a Facebook ad. And once you sign up for one, Facebook and Instagram start throwing all of them at you. That's their targeted marketing. So I was probably watching like four webinars each week, taking notes, writing down ideas, and of course, clicking out before I had to listen to the annoying and endless sales pitch at the end. You know, those promises that if you hang on just two minutes longer, you'll receive this gold offer or download. Please, you got to tease me a little better than that. And honestly, most of those notes sit in old notebooks in my office right now. I'm sure there are some good details and ideas I could revisit now, but at the time, they didn't change my world. I read articles online. I did industry research to see what other people who quote-unquote seemed successful were doing. I asked people casual marketing questions at networking events I awkwardly attended here and there. And my marketing trials and tribulations aren't exclusive to how you see me here. Remember, I have multiple businesses. I'm not just talking about promoting a podcast or selling my digital branding services. I've worked to promote products and services I offer in the health and fitness industry and first responder training. I've pitched large brands for sponsorships and collaborations. I've promoted my services as a licensed real estate broker and more. And that's just on my end. I've also, at this point, helped other businesses promote their vacation properties, menu items, handmade goods, insurance services, furniture, all of it. So the marketing mistakes I'm talking about in this episode can happen in any of these industries and ones I didn't even mention. All right, so marketing mistake numero uno. I began marketing before my digital presence was fully ready. I cannot stress this enough. Not halfway done or quote unquote good enough, totally good to go. You'll always make changes as your business evolves. But if you're in the phase of redoing your brand board every three days, you have a total of three posts on your social accounts, totally skipped writing a brand statement, and you haven't set up an email signature, you aren't ready to market shit. There's nothing to market. It's like trying to serve a cake that hasn't been cooked, and you only have one shot at a good first impression. At a minimum, you need a website, a great website, a branded and functioning Facebook and Instagram account with posts on it, a business card, a custom email signature, a content plan so you know what the hell you're doing moving forward and at least two products, services, or offerings. Nothing is one size fit all. Have more than one option. And even though I set most of these up, my digital presence still wasn't fully ready. I brought one firework to the 4th of July show. Boom, and then nothing. I didn't have a long-term content plan back then or more offerings I was working on in the background. I showed up to just straight sell. I expected to trade money for my product, and that was that. Which was incredibly naive of me. What connection, demonstration, and referral opportunity does that provide? Now, marketing mistake number two. Back then, I thought print marketing was still a thing. Guys, right out of the entrepreneurial gate... I spent $1,500 on ad placements in what seemed to be a popular industry magazine. I missed that $1,500. I mean, it might have had more traction if I was already established in that industry and had some type of following, but that was not, not the right move for a new business. I was a rando to everyone who saw that ad. And even if they did look me up after seeing it, to prove my last point even further, they immediately saw how new I was. I hadn't worked my content plan long enough. You know, that one that didn't exist. Now, you definitely need a business card and maybe a few printed inserts if you offer a product with like some type of packaging. But don't do mass mailings. Don't take out a slew of print ads just because it seems like something you should do. Don't print out 2,000 flyers. You don't even know 2,000 people, and you're forgetting the time it takes to disperse all of those too. I have a nice stack of brochure rack cards, AKA hundreds of brochure rack cards, upstairs in our guest room closet for one of my businesses. And at this point, they will likely never get used. I mean, I can't even think of a creative way to use them at this point. They were a total waste. I also spent a fuck ton on printing cards, ordering materials, and assembling like, real estate Popeyes, li- which are little gifts or giveaways that you can like leave at doorsteps or businesses or you know, as a surprise little gift. And I'm slightly embarrassed for myself that I literally spent hours marching around neighborhoods, dropping them off on any doorstep that didn't have a no soliciting sign. I got zero calls, by the way, if you were wondering, and I missed that money and time also. So why didn't that work? There is zero personal connection. Even if you try to convince yourself that leaving a little present on someone's doorstep is personal, it's not. It's kind of creepy. I had a better chance of getting shit on by a bird in a rainstorm than getting a call from any of those printed items. Those people don't know who I am, even with a snazzy flyer or ad. They probably ended up right in the garbage like I do with most of the materials that get passed to me. Think about that when making your marketing decisions. If you received your printed item or saw your flyer or ad, would you do anything with it? If you'd ignore it or throw it out, it's likely your audience will also. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Boxed Water. Did you know that plastic can take up to 700, yes, 700 years to break down in landfills? Boxed Water's plant-based, recyclable, and sustainable packaging makes it the most renewable option in the water aisle. Join Boxed Water in taking the no plastic pledge by giving up plastic for 30 days and do your part for a better planet. Visit www.boxwaterisbetter.com to make the switch and receive 25% off your first order with code ROGUE25 through December 31st. All right, mistake number three. I thought you had to spend money to make money. Now, you do have to invest a few dollars strategically in your business But definitely not as much as that saying implies you need to. You don't need $10,000 to get started. You don't need a business loan. All you need is a few quality tools that are specific to your business and the willingness to learn and work hard. Some of my best photography shots to date have come from an entry-level digital camera. It was the technique and the experience that produced the best images, not necessarily the equipment. Doesn't need to be flashy. I didn't need to purchase hundreds of rack brochures. All I needed was a better content plan, a free Canva account, and a laptop to get the word out. Spend your money on yourself in your business. Don't spend your money on figuratively waving your hands at people to flag them down and try to get their attention. If your funds go to honing your digital brand, developing your products and services, adding to your skill set, and creating a quality process, you're leaps and bounds ahead already. Which brings me to mistake number four, and this is going to be a quick one. I thought that Putting yourself out there meant shaking as many hands as possible, sending cold call style emails, and popping into businesses and asking to speak to the manager. It's not. What I described is the definition of easily ignored or annoying. Mistake number five. I told people what I offered, but I didn't demonstrate it. If you build it, they will come, right? No. You have to invite them to watch you play the game too. In every business venture I've had, I threw it out there that I was doing X, X, and X, and then waited. Surely I would be instantly recognized as an expert with the things I just mentioned, right? I had certifications, degrees, and websites to back it up. The greatest marketing move I made to combat this was to start doing my thing and give people the opportunity to watch. And that sounds a little off, but you get what I mean. I showed myself working on Instagram stories and Facebook posts and at gatherings. I agreed to speaking engagements and offered advice when I saw someone struggling with a task I knew how to complete. I showed my expertise. After that, I saw a complete shift in how many people showed up to work with me. Next up. Mistake number six. I didn't focus on referrals. Referrals are amazing. At this point in my careers, this is what brings in the most business for me. It's great. I don't have to spend quote unquote marketing dollars. And I pretty much know they will be great to work with from the jump because they are coming from someone I already vetted as worth working with. If you create a quality experience for your clients. Provide them a ton of value with your products, services, and offerings. They'll want to spread the word for you. It puts them in a good position too because they've got a guy when someone they know needs someone like you or your product. That is exactly why I ask for your support in my podcast. Sometimes I mention it at the end. Sometimes I mention it at the beginning. And right now I'm mentioning it In the middle of a point, your ratings, reviews, and tapping subscribe to this podcast are my referrals. You taking a few seconds to acknowledge the podcast or share why you like it tells other people why they should listen. It's so helpful. So, if you have a second once we're done talking, please do. It's so, so appreciated by me. And if you know you did a good job, don't be shy in asking for a review or a referral. Show examples of your work. Feature members of your audience using your product or service. And capture testimonials. They speak to your quality and credibility and act as a referral. Last but definitely not least is marketing mistake number seven. I was trying to sell my products and services. Wait, what? Isn't that what we're all doing? No, don't sell your shit. That's off putting. Share your shit, but share it with a purpose. Tell people how they will feel after using your offering, how it can better their lives, how easy it is to use. Touch on their pain points, fix something for them. Ask yourself Does the stuff you're sharing compel your customer to want or need what you're offering to the world? Does it evoke trust and reliability? Would I buy from me? After a bit, you may have to, quote unquote, ask for the sale or, quote unquote, prompt people to take the next step. But if you roll with the as seen on TV, $39.99 plus shipping and handling approach, you're going to rub people the wrong way. Again, there's no connection with that strategy. Remember, nothing sells better than connection, demonstration, and referrals. You need to allow your audience the opportunity to get to know you and trust you. You need to show them what and how you do what you do. And you need to establish great products and processes that people think are worth telling other people about. Marketing is a thing. If it wasn't, I wouldn't have the business that I have. But it's the rigid view of what marketing is that is the issue. It's outdated and it's not functional to every brand or industry. With the availability of digital mediums these days, we can get away with far less marketing costs in our business. Invest in your brand's aesthetic, its ease of use, and show up on your platforms to have a conversation with your audience every day. It pays off more than those stupid giveaways I spent assembling at my kitchen island. Trust me. We obviously covered all the marketing things you shouldn't do and not all the ones you should. So if you want to hear about that or you have an episode topic you'd like me to cover, Head over to my website and use the form to submit your idea. I'd love to riff on what you want to hear. But right now, though, it's time for me to say, until next Monday. Thank you guys for joining in for another episode of Rogue and Reason. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.